Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast right after that you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast once again go over subscribe to the my two cents podcast new episodes every monday just like this podcast now let's get back to the show what's up y'all it's your man Ernest. you love Ernest, same guy different name back again with another episode with the Ernest thoughts podcast. So this is full transparency as I always do. First of all, happy new year. This is the first episode of the 2020 year. So hopefully your new year's was great and well and everything. Um, Yeah, full transparency. Um, This episode, this first episode was supposed to be an interview. Um, I did the interview, but my dumbass, and I said I was going to stop, you know, with the self-deprecation comments last year, but this was, you know, really just a, a, you know, a oopsie for me, right? So I did the Zoom meeting uh, interview, uh, and I didn't press record. I, that should have been the thing. Now, this interview was not a long one. Um, I will, hopefully she will be understanding and hopefully she'll be able to, uh, do the interview with me some other time, hopefully next weekend. Um, and I say hopefully cause I'll get into the contents of pretty much giving y'all an update of what's going on with me right now, just in case, uh, for the listeners who care, but Yeah, so I forgot to hit record on said interview, therefore, it just ran like a normal Zoom meeting, as for those who, you know, know or don't know or whatever, um, I do the interviews on Zoom, so they're just Zoom calls, but just recorded, and I take the audio and then obviously upload the audio to the podcast, Um, but again, I didn't record. And I realized that sometime right after, and I'm like, wow, 
Um, I didn't immediately tell her uh, because I was feeling dumbfounded and I was like, oops, I don't want to say, hey, great interview. But I didn't record a damn thing about it. Plus, I told her, like, like I said, it it, it wasn't until like probably maybe half an hour or so later um, after I recorded that I realized or after I did the Zoom call that I realized that I did not record it. But like probably two minutes after we stopped record uh, again, doing the meeting. I emailed her like, thank you, da 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 da, telling her that it was go- this episode or this interview. Yeah, this episode was pretty much going to be coming out on the 10th. Please share it around social media, this, that, and the third. But that's not the case because obviously you're hearing this episode either on the 10th or the week of, right? Because I forgot to record. So hopefully that will be next week's episode. If not, I do have topics planned. I thought, you know, since then, I didn't want to skip. The show still must go on. And I just wanted to detail, you know, about my life right now and just give y'all an update about my first week of the new year. So, this week has been a lot for me. The first week of the new year has been a lot for me. I'm going to be like as honest as I, I can be, probably so honest, and I've always been honest on this podcast, but probably more honest than I probably have. Just before I detail all of what I'm going through right now, this is not me looking for sorrow points. Um, I would appreciate, you know, prayers and even donations if you would like to send them in, but this is not, again, this is not me begging for any of that. This is me, one, trying to get back to a sense of normalcy because I haven't had that, or at least I haven't felt like I've been in, you know, a groove of just doing what I feel feels natural to me for a long time. At least not haven't had it consistently. Let me put it that way. For a long time. So, <clears throat> so being able to... Um, talk about myself on my podcast and my situation and and everything else and express my thoughts and just being able to record that is helping me out you know with processing things that's helping me out with again getting back to this sense of what is normal for me okay keywords for me so it's that and you know, I I I, ju- I talk about myself here as well, here on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. So it's really I'm not really doing anything different. It's just maybe I'm being more honest and blunt with this. I also don't want anyone to misconstrue the message that I have here because there's a reason why. Other than to just talk about myself, the, there's a reason as to why I want to tell people. Uh, what I'm detailing in this episode, it's to tell men out there, or women, but just people in general, um, not to make the same mistakes that I made, which landed me in the situation that I'm in right now. So what am I talking about? So I was in a relationship with uh, 
someone that I really did not want to be with. I tried to make things work for some time. There were high moments, like very high moments, and there were very low moments. Now, you're probably like, that's all relationships. You're absolutely right. But the very low moments and the negatives about this person were too great to... They weren't, you know, and when I say great, I don't mean like it's a great thing. I mean, there were, it was too much for me to handle. It's too much for me to say, okay, the pros outweigh the cons because it, it, they definitely, definitely did not. The pros did not weigh, outweigh the cons here. So it took me some time to actually admit not only to myself, but to her that this was not something that was working out and this was not something that I wanted and it's simply because she's not the individual that or she wasn't living up to her full potential let me put it that way I don't want to say she was not the individual that she portrayed herself to be when we first got together it was she wasn't living up to her full potential at all I could be wrong it may very much maybe she was just faking a front just to make herself look a certain way. But I want to give, still give her the slight benefit of the doubt to believe that she is very capable of being the person that she put, she said she would be and she portrayed herself to be online and she just wasn't living up to her full potential. So I moved in with this woman and yes, I'm, I'm, being very, very, very specific with my language in this episode, you know? Um, and I want to do that in future episodes. I've done that in the past, but sometimes I'm loose with my words. A lot of times. Let me not, let, see, let me be so specific. A lot of times I'm loose with my words, and I can admit that on a podcast and just in general, right? But I'm very specific when I said I moved into her apartment, Right? She could say or she could act, 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 act as if though that it was an equal agreement between us. No, nah. this was her apartment and all the actions behind it that she portrayed showed that. I don't care what the words said. The words said the opposite, that this was our apartment. But the actions, or at least some of them, not all of them, but the actions... And the mindset eventually did come out, and it was her apartment. So I moved into this woman's apartment, which, fellas and ladies out there, but I'm speaking to the dudes, do not move into a woman's house. Do not move into a woman's house at all. Maybe some of y'all are going to be like, this is bitter talk, this, that, and the third. All the advice that I'm giving here, just like all the advice that I give in any episode, it's really up to you to decide whether you want to listen to it or not. I'm not saying take my word as the Holy Bible gospel. And by the way, this motel I'm staying in has the Holy Bible in it. So I'm not going to read from it. But the words that you're hearing here as I'm scrolling, looking through these pages, the words that you're hearing in this in, in this podcast from me are not the words that I am currently looking at at this Bible and that just to, that just lets you know that I'm not 
I'm not quoting from the Bible. But what I'm saying here is do not move into a woman's house, all right? I kind of want to say the wrong woman's house, but eventually, no, I still want men to establish, I think men should establish their own thing. And it should be that she moves into a man's house, a woman should move into a man's house, or you all come together. And if y'all really going to establish this house, make sure that your, your word, your wants, your needs, everything that you have to say, your authority is being just as respected as her authority would be just as respected. If you are going into a situation where you want to come together and, you know, build this house or whatever the case is. And when I say house, I don't literally mean like, well, I mean like a place to stay, but I don't mean like a house house, like you own this. It could be an apartment, right? Um, Just, you know, a place where you stay. So that's what I mean. But I will admit, I moved into her house. Um, I made this clear to her months ago that, listen, I feel as if though I have, yeah, you say like, this is our house. This is our stuff. This bed is our bed. This couch is our couch. This TV is our TV. This, that, and the third hours, 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 right? But everything here just screams you. And this space is not the biggest space. It's not even big at all. But all of her stuff was taking up so much space, so much so that she never put away a lot of this shit. A lot of the shit is laying down on the floor in bags and, and everything. Um, because the drawer space that we eventually got, even even if I didn't have any drawer space, which she gave me some drawer space only because she didn't uh, she she knew that would make her look as selfish as she is. If she said, yeah, this is our drawer, but I'm only, I'm going to be the only one using it, right? So, I had some drawer space, and it wasn't like I had much clothes. Um, All my stuff fit in the drawers anyways, Um, and then what wasn't in the drawers was in the laundry bags, right? So, that's how it is. But... I let it known to her, like, yo, this this space here is like, and this was around the time I was taking my hiatus from podcasting and just doing a lot of the creative things that I do. I was like, yo, it's just hard for me to even get in the zone and all that. And that's another thing. This is a kind of side tangent. If you're going to, male, female, non-binary, whatever you want to consider yourself, if you're going to d- date a creative person you have to be strong enough to understand or at least willing to understand that creative people are different. And I don't just mean like, I'm not bragging like, oh, we so, I mean that how we are able to do things, whatever that creativity is, we need to be in a zone. We need to be in the right headspace more so, right? In a zone. Just because you're someone who can just do things because you're not a creative, so you can 
do a job or you can do schoolwork or you can just do things in general and not think about it, right? Not not have any emotion, not have any, like a robot essentially, right? Just because you can do that does not mean that creative people and talk to the creatives in your life. Talk to them and in, 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 again, no matter what they create. They can do podcasting like me. They can do anything else. But if they're creators of content, creators of art, talk to them and really ask them, like, what is your creative process? You, you should start with that question. And this could be someone that you are pursuing. If you're pursuing someone who is a creative or you just know this individual, ask them what their creative process is and then actually listen to them. Because somewhere in there, they're going to talk about having needing to be in the right uh, headspace. Some of it might be be needing to be in the right, like physical space as well. But a lot of it is going to be, I feel as though from what I've heard from other creators and myself, I can't speak for all of us again, not the Holy Bible being spoken in this episode. But, you know, uh from what I've again heard and from what from my own definition, a lot of it is going to be we need to be we we need to be in a zone and, and that has to do a lot with the headspace and then you know mental health has to do with your surroundings and what's going on in life. So I let it be clear to her, I let it be known to her that you know it's hard for me to even do these things simply because I'm not really in the right zone headspace and that's because i don't feel like i am just as valued and i feel like i'm simply just here to take care of you and take care of the house because this was around the time where i started to do a lot even before i started working i was still taking care of the house cleaning um cooking doing most of the cooking doing you know all the cleaning and stuff like that I'm not going to put gender roles on that BS. If you're listening and you're like, so you was the, you was the housewife. <laughs> you better not reveal yourself because you're going to get cursed out and then get blocked. It's as simple as that. But I was doing all of that, right? But then I ended up getting a job. So not only was I doing all the cooking, the cleaning, but the paying of the rent as well. Um, and sometimes even buying the groceries, although she had a food stamp card for that, which, again, if you're not doing anything else, the least you can do is is go food shopping if I'm the one paying every single thing. Now, I know people are going to have this, well, you're the man, you're supposed to be the provider, this, that, and the third. Um, and I don't mind being a provider as a man, but... First of all, the agreement that we came up with, and when I say we, it was more so, I agreed to it, don't get me wrong, but it was more so her idea. She was the one that said, let's do it 50-50. She was the one that said she was going to pull her weight. She was the one that, again, said all these things, and I forgot to turn the volume down. My bad, y'all. Um, the notification sound down. Now it's off. But again, she said she was going to do all these things. And I agreed to it because, hell, that saves me money. That saves me energy. Yeah. 
Two, I'm all, like I said, I'm all for being a provider, but not when I don't have money. Not when I don't have as much money as I can be to be the sole provider of a household. Now, y'all listening out here, you, you make this podcast rich. You go and buy my book. That's linked in the description box below. You make me a lot more money than I have right now. I would be willing, happily willing to take somebody's daughter's hand in marriage and be the sole provider. I don't mean she could be a lazy bitch and just lay on her ass and eat off of my work, but it simply just means that the financial responsibilities and maybe other responsibilities because I'm in a state to even afford to be able to do that, I'm willing to do all of that. But that's not where I'm at right now. And I wasn't married to this girl, but I'm saying I mentioned marriage because that goes into my third point. Women always say I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z for a man until he marries me. So as a man, I'm encouraging men to have your own. I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z for a woman unless she says yes to marrying me. One of my things if not the only thing, honestly, what I won't do for a woman um, is, unless she is my wife, is to take on all or the majority of financial burdens, whether that be our financial responsibilities or even her responsibilities. And of course, I got to take care of mine. That really didn't need to be said, but I had to say for the dumb asses out there who was thinking that I didn't want to take care of my own financial responsibilities, right? Um, and that was my watch going off. It goes off every hour. Um, I don't know how long this episode's going to be. I still got to get shit off my chest. What I will say is I will try to make, if segments go on longer than 50 minutes, I will try to cut them up. Well, not cut them up, but I won't. If the, if the episode's longer than an hour, and it probably will be with my rambling, but if it's longer than an hour, it's I will make sure that each segment is at least 40 to 50 minutes long. So, well, each part is a light, at least 40 to 50 minutes long because it's the only topic that I'm talking about here. The other topics that I have written down will be for a future episode if I do not get to um, interview... Juliet Rose again, and if I my my dumbass forgets to record the uh, the Zoom meeting, but my stipulation here is if we're just casually dating, I don't mind paying a bill here or there. I don't mind again. I don't mind being a provider, but you're not my wife, so I don't feel that type of obligation. To you. Now, I'm not just going to ask for a woman's hand in marriage and then start doing that. Of course, I would have to see if this woman is even worthy of marrying, which she wasn't. I I would have to see all of that. And then... Once I make that decision, it's like, okay, I really want to marry this woman. But if she said if she says no, then but she continues wanting to keep dating, 
We can do that, but again, she's not going to get the privileges a wife would get. A wife would get me to not only take on the collective household uh, duties and financial responsibilities, but even hers, depending on if these are things like, you know, student loans, maybe medical bills. But if it's shit like she's just horrible with money, which my thing is I'm not marrying. That's another thing, fellas. Do not get involved, whether it be uh, a marriage or anything romantic with a woman who is terrible with money. And if you're bad with money, do not get in a relationship with anybody if you're bad with money as well, right? This is not a women bashing episode. This is simply just me saying look out for the signs and learn from my mistakes. That's literally what this episode is. And for me to get my shit off and vent, you know? So... I wasn't married to this woman, which meant, and she didn't show necessarily signs of someone I would marry. So therefore, I wasn't going to go above and beyond. She said that we would go Dutch, and I said, cool. She did not keep up her end of the bargain for her own word. The first two months when I moved here to Charlotte, she paid the rent because I wasn't working then. Soon as I started working, she ended up quitting her job. I said, "Okay, that's fine." She was having issues with when really her big one of her biggest issues is she doesn't like to be held accountable for shit. And that's something I realized as the relationship kept going on. She had a supervisor who still probably was a maybe a bitch. Sounded like it from what she was telling me. But still, she was holding her accountable to do the job properly. Clean the classrooms as she should have been cleaning. Do the job properly in general. She didn't like that. She's someone who doesn't like to be told what to do or held accountable for her own responsibilities. And of course, it was a problem when I said something about it. But anyways, she ended up quitting that job. She was pretty much a school teacher, right? She ended up quitting. And I said, you know what? That's cool. You're, I don't, as much as I get on this podcast and tell strangers, complete strangers or listeners, anybody in general, that if you're not satisfied with a job, leave the job because your mental health is more, much more important than, you know, the job and find something that is suitable for you that isn't mentally taxing right as much as i'd say that on a podcast say that to my my loved ones of course i'm gonna say that to her as well so i said that i pretty much gave her the same message listen if you want to quit this job because of these issues go ahead it's not worth it go find something else so she waited till i got the job got a job and then she ended up leaving so i'm like all right fine And I told her straight up, if I got to take care of stuff for, you know, a month or two, just like how you did. And I said that verbatim, just like how you did for a month or two. And I said that a month or two, I'm willing to do that. And that's exactly what I did because I was the only person within a relationship that was keeping his word. When I said I was going to do something, I did it. 
When I said that I was willing to do something, I actually did it. So, I was doing that, like I said, taking care of things for a month or two. But a month or two turned into four months. Four months turned into what this shit show that we have right now. Now, she had every excuse in the book as to why she couldn't work. Um, people wasn't hire her hiring, which I get it because I've been there where I've put I'm I've put out applications and ain't nobody hiring, so I get that. But it was my foot issues. I got neuropathy in my feet. Um, it's my health issues. It's but you eat like crap. Let's keep it a buck. You eat like crap. You don't sleep. You stay up all night eating crap. Oh, because I get hungry. So get some fucking fruit. Anyways, I can go on and on and on. Let me try to stay 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 on on you know topic. The thing is it was excuse after excuse after excuse as to why she couldn't work. When in actuality she just didn't want to work. And she made it clear a couple times that she was just she just did not want to work. She wants to live the life as someone who is technically the housewife that does nothing. Cause she don't even want to cook or clean. You know? Not that not that her cooking was the best, because it wasn't. Depending on meal, of course. Um certain meals were alright, but not everything else. And I don't mind doing all the cooking. I actually really like cooking. Especially for other people to see their reaction and, you know, seeing how, you know, much they enjoy the food. I like that. I don't mind cooking. And I don't mind cleaning because I I I feel secure when I clean. As in I feel as though there's no corona everywhere or or any other other type of germs. Not saying that I don't trust other people's cleaning. Because I've seen some people that do a top-notch job at cleaning. I've seen some people clean things. Like my little brother. Shout out to him. He be... Uh, when we were living at... When I was living at home. And that man can clean the bathroom like crazy. I'd be like, damn. Okay. Like, it, this, it looked like, it, it look like a professional like cleaning team. Or some, some maid named Consuela cleaning. I'm just saying. That's racist. Get your shit. Shut up. Alright? But nah, I'm just saying, like, I, I know what good cleaning looks like. Um, and I'm not saying she was a bad cleaner. She was a bad cook, but not a bad cleaner. All I'm saying is when I cook, this is just a little small tangent about me, right? When I when I clean, not cook, but when I clean, I just feel as though I am secure in like, okay, the germs are taken care of because I use the products that I trust and use. Um, I cleaned it the way that I and all that stuff, right? So that's just me, right? But she, I, I it wasn't till like in this in this few month relationship, I realized, yo, she doesn't want to work. And I don't blame her because who the fuck does? But this is actually a conversation I had with her. Okay, I don't want to work either. You think I want to work this job that I'm working? You think I want to work in general? You know if I had the choice, 
if I can comfortably just write all day and get paid for it, that would be the move for me. Hell, you know if I was, if I was doing a podcast or doing a YouTube channel and I was making a livable wage doing both or either of them, that's what I would be doing. I would not leave, I would leave the house, but I would not leave the house to work is what I'm saying. And I tried to get it in their head over and over and over again that we got to, as adults, we have to do the things that we have to do in order for us to survive, in order for us to create the life that we want for ourselves. And yes, some of those things will be things that we don't want to do, like work. Now, maybe there's a one of you geniuses out there listening and it's like, if she didn't want to work or move or do much, she could have got an uh, at-home job. Thank you. I'm gonna give you a clap. I gave you two snaps. I'm gonna give you some claps too. We 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 went over that. There was one time, and I won't say this company's name, uh, but there was one time her and I both actually um, was unemployed for some time because. We were doing we were doing training for this uh, this company again that allowed remote training. Um, well, not remote training, but remote working. But we had to train on site, right? So we were doing the training, um, and two weeks had went by, and I think it was a week or two. think it was a week. I did a week. She did, I think, about like two, right? Two or maybe three. Uh, she lasted longer than me because me, after I, because there's a test you got to take. I failed the test. I failed the test. And afterward, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to, I'm going to find a job, another job because bills are coming up. Rent was coming up. And although we had money to cover, I believe that month or so, it was I don't ever want to be in a situation to where, like, I don't know when my next money flow is coming in. And, you know, so I was like, you know what? You stay here because she passed the test, right? So I'm like, good. You stay here. I am going to leave, but I'm going to find a job. But you can stay here. And it wasn't paid training. That was the one thing I suck. It wasn't paid training, but, you know, apparently once we got the job, it was like probably around like $20 an hour plus commission and stuff. So it, it was good pay. The job was good to great pay, um, but it, the training wasn't paid. So I, I would have stuck around if the training was paid. And I told her that and I told everybody else that um, I was like, I would have stuck around if the training was paid. But I don't have the luxury. We especially don't have the luxury for the both of us to keep doing this training for multiple weeks without getting paid. Meanwhile, rent is coming up and we got bills to pay. We got our own individual debts we got to pay. So I'm going to find a job. And that's exactly what I did. I ended up finding a job, working that job. Again, I was taking care of stuff. Again, she lasted with that training, let me say, I want to say maybe two weeks. I don't think it was three. It definitely wasn't a month, right? After she passed the test, there was two tests, right? You passed this first one, then you moved on to pretty much the second round. And the second round, 
after you, if you were to pass the second round or whatever, then you were pretty much hired, right? So <clears throat> she failed the second test. So she failed the second round, but they gave her a chance to take that test again. I believe like the following day or the day afterward or something like that. She did it again. She failed. I think she failed it like three times, two or three times before she said, yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to. And I'm like, okay, cool. That didn't mean, okay, cool, do nothing in life. That meant, okay, cool, so find another job like I did when I failed the first test. She still wasn't working there. Excuses after excuses. So then around that time, and I wish I could give y'all like monthly timelines and stuff. Everything just felt like 2021 and that's why I, get, I made the shirt down there. You can look in the description box below at the store. Um, not only is the Earnest Thoughts podcast merch down there, but you can see all the other, you know, styles and designs that I made. But I made the shirt that said 2021 was a blur because it just felt like it. It just felt like everything happened. Like everything was just one long, big ass day. So... As far as timelines between did this happen in, you know, July or whatever or this month or all I know is the weather was was nice enough. I think this was around fall time. Let me put it that way. Let me give y'all so like fall twenty twenty one. So almost the end, but you know, the last tail end ish, right? So I'm thinking it's around that time where the weather is like nice but it's still like breezy and shit. Um yeah. Or it could have been the end of summer. I want to say it was like end of summer, almost fall, right? Because there were certain days it was high. But this weather is bipolar. So again, it could have been yesterday. It wasn't, but you know. You know what I mean. Um, but pretty much that was a situation that happened. And so, I, so I'm like, okay, so find another job like I did, you know? But that wasn't the case. And then again, like I said, around that time, I'm like, oh, so. And it wasn't like this company is the only damn <laughs> online. Well, not online yet, but, you know, online, but remote working job. There's a ton of them out there. Um, it's just she didn't put in the effort to even apply to those ones. At the time. So I'm like, so you just, that's it? You failed this test three times and now you're not going to work ever in your life? You're going to just rely on me and this measly old $15 uh, an hour job? Is that really what you want to put your uh, your bets on? Or your eggs all in one basket on this shit here? Seriously? Again, a job that I said that I didn't want to work just like the other jobs, but I'm working because they hired me and I need the money. And we need the money. So that's, like I said, that's when around the time when I realized, oh, yeah, she doesn't want to work. She is irresponsible. I always knew she was bad with money, right? But I didn't want to hold that against her because I was, one, I didn't have much money because I was bad with money. Um, and two, I just felt the need not the need, but I didn't feel like I was in a position to talk. 
And a lot of the shit that I let slide within this relationship was because it was due to me feeling like, well, you're in no position to say something. And fellas, we got to stop doing that, especially men, especially have to stop doing that when we feel as though we are in no grounds to talk because we don't have our shit 100% tight together. That's what these toxic ass women want us to think. That you cannot open your mouth to express your feelings, your thoughts, or have a critique on something because you're not rolling in dough. You're not, you know, super rich. You don't have the Bugattis. You don't have all of this, that, and the third, right? Or if you're a business owner, right? But your business is not as popping as, you know, Maybe a Bill Gates business would be or, you know, a Jeff Bezos business would be right. So if you're not on that level, you should not open your mouth to say a goddamn thing. Right. And even when even if you were to get to that level, they still tell you to shut up because at least you are rich. Right. So. I was of that mindset and that was one of the things that I learned that I had to stop doing that. I cannot tell this woman or critique her or tell her these things that she need to improve on because I don't have it all together. You surely can, fellas, and anybody out there. The thing is, if you know you don't have it together, like the problem comes, it's not when people who don't have it together tell other people who don't have it together that they don't have it together. The problem is the people who aren't even in reality with themselves, in tune with themselves, who don't have it together, but they don't admit to not having it together, but they can see other people who don't have it together and then point their fingers at them. That's not what I was doing. That's a problem when 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 people do that. It's not a problem if someone is like, I know my shit is not together. But also, this person that I'm in a relationship with, her or his shit is also not together and they need to get their shit together. So if I would have spoke up earlier, shit wouldn't have changed. I have zero faith in this woman. I'm just going to be blunt about it. I have zero faith in in her actually changing shit. I think it's going to have to take a fucking horror story like either being homeless or either sadly someone else that she values more than me, like a best friend or all the friends in her life or whatever, or whatever for them, if they stopped enabling her and actually was real with her like I was, I think it would take that type of catastrophic event where a lot more people in her life were to say the same thing. And even then, I still think she would do what she always does and take on the the victim mindset of everybody's always critiquing me. Everybody's always picking on me. Woe is me. All I do is be nice and kind to everybody. I'm just respectful and I just want to love people and everything. But everybody always got to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Without thinking, maybe these people are telling you you need to do better because they love you. 
Miss, oh, I love everybody, this, that, and the third, and this is how they treat me. They always belittling me. There's a difference between belitt- being belittled and simply just being told you're not living up to your full potential. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, I don't want to say, I, although I just said I have zero faith in her, I don't want to say that, again, the woman that she portrayed herself to be online was just a fake. I could be wrong. I could be wrong in not thinking that, you know, she was faking. But I think that she really, because there are things as to why I believe that she wasn't living up to her full potential. Um, I'll detail those things at the top of, after I, you know, the because we're getting on to the 42 minute mark. So I will detail those reasons when I get back from this break. Stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast right after that you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast once again go over subscribe to the my two cents podcast new episodes every monday just like this podcast now let's get back to the show all right we are back and as i stated i will detail some of the reason as to why I just feel as though she wasn't living up to her full potential. She is someone who, when she's really about it, about it, like about her business, she's a hustler. She can do a lot of things. You know, she can get on her grind. When she get on her grind and she hustles and she makes things popping, shit gets popping. But that's when she's actually putting in the effort. When she's not putting in the effort... Nothing happens and shit gets worse as it did during our relationship. And at some point in time, I might put the heater on. So if you hear some other noise, because I'm not going to have background music. It's just me venting and everything. So if you hear some other noise, just know it's the heater. But she's someone who has the potential because from what I've seen, and the things that she's accomplished. She has the potential to be the hustler to get shit done. But I think her lack of faith in herself. Her uh, Debbie Downer attitude. And her overall laziness gets the best of her. And it makes her the absolute worst person. 
worst mate anyone could have. And that's just me being honest. Other things is, as far as why I believe she just has the potential, um, is I think that there's a small part of her inside of her that wants to do better, that wants to learn to do better, um, that understands that she is not ready for a lot of the shit that she is putting herself out there to be ready for, that because she's an adult that she would need to be ready for. And a lot of it has to do with her wanting to learn and things of that nature. Um, But learning comes with a cost. Not every lesson you're going to enjoy. I feel like the only time she was willing to learn when she wanted to be taught were the lessons that she didn't mind learning because it didn't make her feel any type of way. For the most part, again, this is someone who avoids accountability at all costs. So, of course, when you are being told you need to work on this, you need to work on that, that's going to make, she's going to react uh, in a not so positive way because, again, this is the same person who avoids accountability at all costs. So the other lessons that she should be learning, and deep down inside, I believe she knows she should be learning, she still can't find herself to want to learn said messages because or lessons because she allows the demon side of her to take over and basically like I said just turn her into the absolute worst person that's that those two reasons number one especially being when she gets on her grind she gets on her grind and she can accomplish any fucking thing she put her mind to uh, of uh, you know her put her mind uh, on right when she is on her grind, when she is literally trying to get shit done, I think she 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 can literally this woman and it's sad, but this woman, if she get out of her own fucking way, if she was able to learn from people, I think this woman would accomplish anything in a fucking world. And I'm not being I'm not just saying that because I dated her or I'm trying to sound nice. I mean, literally, this woman it is so fucking grind heavy when she's on that status and she wasn't into science but she'd probably find a cure to coronavirus and cancer if she really put her that's how much of a hard working grind time person that she is when she is on that but when she is not on that she is the absolute worse I'm going to just put it that way. But this woman could do literally anything she put her mind, uh, you know, her mind to. That's how fucking. That's how disappointing it was that to see that she wasn't living up to that. Now, people could say, how come you weren't telling her these things? I was. I was. At the end of the day, no matter how many times I am complimenting her, no matter how many times I'm trying to encourage her, 
<coughs> Bless me. No matter how many times I did all of that, she didn't believe it. Although she's done it in the past, which was why I was trying to get her to see why it's very possible she could do it now because she did it in the past. If you've done something before, you can very much well do it again, people. Don't get to thinking, oh, that was old, that was luck. That No, that was you. That wasn't luck. That wasn't happenstance. That was you. You did it. So if you could do it in the past, you could do it again. And that's exactly what I was trying to get to her, get through to her. But she didn't believe it. And no matter how many times, this doesn't even just apply to her. This, this has applied to me in my life. This applies to you all, I'm sure. No matter how many times somebody says you can do something, they say they believe in you. At the end of the day, if you don't feel that way, guess what's not going to happen? The things that people said that you are capable of doing. Because you don't believe they can happen, so you're not going to make it happen. That's what it was. And it's unfortunate. But that's what it was. She's young. She's 25. I'm never dating young, young women ever again. I'm done with young women. That's for another story for another time. I won't, you know, add this within... You know, as to why I don't want to date young women, but anymore, but that's for another story for another time. I say I mentioned her age because she still has a lot more time. Hell, I mean, I'm 30, so I still got time. I at times I feel as though I don't, but she has a lot more time than I do. Let me put it that way to get shit straight, to get back to that hustle, grind out individual that I once really, really, really liked. That I once really admired was like, yo, she's on her shit. She's doing these things. She can get to that. She she still has time to get back to that side of her that makes her the desirable woman that she is. But she needs to, the biggest thing is she needs to really balance out that side of her and being in a relationship. Because I feel as though when she gets in relationship mode, relationship mode to her means I do nothing, I just sit here, and he does everything. And then it's sad because it's like, well, when you're not in a relationship, that's when you want to get your shit together, which looks like you only want to achieve things in life so you can look appeasing to a man. But then once you get the man, it's like, or I got, it's like, okay, I got this man, so I don't need to do these things to get a man. You know, it's weird. It's this weird thing where it's like you don't necessarily, and she has goals, or at least she says she does. It's like you, you don't want to fulfill goals and achieve things for you. You want to do it so you are, you can be able to say to a man, I come to into this relationship with these degrees. She's not the only woman who does that, by the way. A lot of women do that. And women, I'm going to tell you right now. It's not that men don't care about degrees. But it's not a personality trait. And it's not a barometer. of Some men don't care about degrees, right? I don't need a woman with, you know, a master's, a bachelor's, even an associate's, right? 
if hell, I'd even date a woman who got had her GED or didn't graduate high school and didn't get any of that period if I knew that she was someone that was, you know, if there were redeemable traits about her, right? And I'm not talking looks, I'm talking like just personality and just things about her that was like, okay, this is what she's doing, right? And I can respect that and I like that. But the amount of degrees, it's not going to hide the fact that you're someone who, and and especially if you're getting these degrees because you just want to brag about how much you have instead of doing something with them, it doesn't matter. You just wasted money. And that's why you got all this fucking student debt. It's because you are going to school for all the wrong reasons. And it's because the United States and capitalism is trash. But it's also because you going to school for all the wrong reasons. You did all these damn years simply because you wanted to brag and say you had your doctors, your masters, bachelors, and all this other stuff, right? You thought you didn't need to work on yourself internally in order for you to be the perfect partner or the potential wife. You thought all you needed to do was bring achievements to the table because a lot of women who think that way are the ones who look at men at for what they achieve, material things, essentially. Not necessarily who they are. See, the women who understand that those things are important, but they're not as important as the things, the intangible things, the things you can't touch, you know, like personality and all this other stuff, where someone's soul is, how their heart is, brain, mindset, right? See, the women who understand that, you don't see them bragging about the degrees they got. You don't see them bragging about the jobs that they have, right? You don't see them doing that. You don't see them placing all of their value, their own personal value on a fucking piece of paper with their name on it, with the degree title and the school's name on it. You don't see them doing that. So that's another lesson right there. That was more so for the ladies than the gentlemen, but gentlemen out there, that was for y'all too, if y'all do this. For the men out there who do that, uh placing of their self-worth and value on the degrees they got in the uh, career achievements or jobs that they have and all this other stuff, right? So, say all that, say all that just to say she had to, she, she, the, she has the potential, but do I have faith in her right now? Um, no. Doesn't matter if I have faith in her. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day. And that's also something I said to her. You have the possibility to do these things because you've done it in the past. So you can definitely do it again. With all the growing that you've done since those times, you should have gained more knowledge, which means you should have gained more skills and knowledge to not only be able to do the things that you did in the past, but do them better. And possibly do more things because with more knowledge and skills. And again, these are things that should come with age. I feel as though had I met her when she was younger, maybe. And I'm not saying this would be a possibility, but maybe I would have enjoyed being with her a lot more than I did now at this point in her life. But anyway, enough about her, right? 
How's this fitting into all this? I mean, obviously it relates to me. So she wasn't taking care of her responsibilities. For the longest, I was taking care of everything. Literally everything. The, the rent, cleaning the house, doing the cooking, all while working, all while trying to manage and do this podcast, all while trying to take care of my own personal debts, all while... Um, you know, trying to make sure that I'm working on the book that I'm working on now, all while trying to promote the book that I put out uh, now two years ago. All while trying to achieve my own personal goals in general, juggling all of that, while she just sat at home and used the internet that I was uh, providing to watch her reality TV shows and do all this other shit and just be a lazy bitch, right? Talk on the phone with people, this, that, and the third, all that. Come up with excuses as, excuses as to why she can't work. It's my neuropathy acting up. It's my this, it's my that. It's. I would tell her all the time, my mom is was a type 2 diabetic with not all 10 of her toes. She worked until the doctors literally told her to sit your old ass down and don't do not work because if you work, you are going to die at your job. And even then, she was like, okay, if I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom, I'm going to cook every day. I'm going to clean multiple times a week. Now, I know different generation. My mom's clearly from a different generation than, you know, a woman who is 25 years old today. But what I was trying to get through to her is the grind aspect of it. You, there were, There's people out there till this day who have it far worse than her health-wise, who are a lot older than her, because that's another thing I was mentioning the whole age thing, who are a lot older than her, and they health-wise as well, they're, they're in a far, uh, you know, greater position of, harming themselves than her, right? But they're still out here grinding and everything. Now, it's sad that they got to do that and they can't just rest and stuff, but they manage. The point is, if they can manage, so can you. So can your 25-year-old self. So can you. Nope, that wasn't, that That didn't get through her head. Because all she wanted to hear was, don't do anything, I'll take care of everything. And then at some point in time, I let it be known. If that's the type of relationship you want, go find a man that's going to give it to you. What's the point of being in a relationship with a dude that you get upset every time he complains, in quotation marks, and expects you to do something better? You deserve to be in the type of relationship you want to be in. This goes for all the women out there and all the fellas. If you want to be in a relationship, especially the ladies out there, if you want to be in a relationship with a dude who's just going to be like, fine. I'll take care of all this. I won't say a goddamn word about it. You sit on your ass, be lazy, watch whatever reality TV, FaceTime all your friends all day. Use up all my resources, eat up all the food that you're not cooking. Yeah, if you want that, fine. Be, you, be that with somebody who is going to give you that. But don't try to expect someone else to give you what you want.
And they don't get nothing in return. I wasn't getting shit in return for all of that. Not sex because she wanted to wait till marriage. Which was a problem to me. But again, I was trying to be more understanding. I've been with many aversions before. I've been with women who said they wanted to wait till marriage. I tried to be the understanding guy. At this point in time, it's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that with a woman ever again. Right? Unless she's going to give me head or something. Which, that was something that wasn't happening. No type of sex. No sexual intercourse. And I told y'all at the beginning, I'm going to keep it honest with y'all in this episode. I do, I'm honest in every episode. I'm going to keep it real deal Holyfield. I didn't say names other than my name, obviously. Y'all know it. Um, But that's just how it is. That's what it was. I wasn't getting anything in return at all. I wasn't getting uh, an act of service of what he's he's out here he's grinding he's doing all he's working he's working on his own thing and and you know let me at least clean the house see that's my thing that's why i said certain things are just wife privileges now i again i would not want a wife to sit around all day doing nothing watch reality tv and talk to friends all day but if i was you know to marry a woman and she was like you know what babe i really don't want to work i think you make enough money to sustain this household and to take care of both of us and if that is true i'm like fine you do not have to work you got to do something though and she was like i would do all the cooking or cleaning or i'll do the majority of the cooking and cleaning i would do my own little thing because i would like want a woman with goals but simply just doing nothing, yeah, that's not an option. And again, this woman was not my wife, therefore she didn't get that privilege. But she could have been if she was actually cooking and cleaning. Sex wasn't the option, but if she was cooking and cleaning, there could have been a possibility that, okay, it's working now when I'm a broke-ass nigga. Maybe it will work in the future when I'm a lot more richer than I am right now. But that wasn't the case. It was, I just want to stay home and do nothing. Nah, that's not, that, that doesn't slide with me. Go find another man who's willing to give you that. And I made that clear to her and I'm making that clear to any potential women out there who might be wanting to get in a relationship with me or thinking about it. If that is the route that you want to take, find someone else. Because I am not that man. So, I made that clear to her. Obviously, she got upset. She she didn't want to admit to her being lazy. But, Not that I need validation from anybody to know that my feelings and what I and my observations are are real. But it got to the point where her own family was saying it to her. The same things that um, I was saying to her. And believe it or not, they were much harsher than I was. I wasn't even harsh at the beginning. Let me put it that way. And all the times I mentioned these, I mentioned this more than twice. 
there's only been two times where I got harsh with the with 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 saying something. Two times. And those two times were fairly recent times. All the all throughout 2021, I've been tailoring my words perfectly. Making them as soft as possible, tailoring sentences as possible. So because I didn't want to hurt her feelings because I knew how she would react. I still got the same reaction. At that point, it wasn't what I was, it wasn't how I was saying, it was what I was saying that was bothering her. But it wasn't just me saying, yo, you're, you're lazy, essentially. Her family, her own family, you rely too much on other people. Her own mom told her, I think you rely too much on other people. You're too codependent on others. You need to grow up and you need to learn how to do things for yourself. Her aunt straight up called her lazy. And I think her aunt warned her and said, if you don't do something for that man, he's going to get mad or he's going to leave you and you're going to miss out. Because there have been times where I didn't hear both these women tell her straight up that she needed to do better because she will always come to me. My aunt said this, my mom said that, or she will straight up ask me, do you think I am? And that's why I I feel as though there's a little part of her that wants to learn to do better. But then there's that ugly demon part of her that tells her not to do it, to stay toxic. So again, when she would ask me, I was honest with her, but I laid it on smoothly and soft, unlike her family. I'm not saying they're wrong for doing that, but the point is for anyone listening and you're like, maybe Ernest, you're being too judgmental. You have the tendency to do that. Um, Other people were saying that as well. Other people literally, and this is after the fact that I was saying it to her and I wasn't going to them and telling them anything. I didn't talk to them like that. One of my older jobs, when I first got here, I was working in the same a store as her aunt, but we didn't talk about her. We didn't talk much about that. We talked about the job, really. One conversation we had was about cars. But we didn't talk about her. I didn't go to her aunt and complain, in quotation marks, or whatever you want to call it. I didn't go to her aunt about her. I never went to anybody, to be honest with you, about her. Well, I went to my friend. One of my friends, I would talk to uh, my friend Devin about her, right? And I would talk to other people eventually after we broke up about her. But I went to my journal. I went to my diary about her majority of the time. I didn't go to people in their family. I didn't even tell my own family members. Reason being, my family worries a lot. Which is a very, very sweet and admirable thing. And I'm glad that they do. But they also, it it can be very overbearing at times. And when they worry, they get very overbearing. And I didn't want their judgment and their whatever to start, you know, getting in. I didn't want that burden to be placed on me. Um, Now, on top of everything else that's going on. So whenever I talked to them, I kept it about me, right? 
I kept it about me and not her or us. I kept it solely about me, right? Eventually, I'm going to tell them because I don't live with her anymore. So obviously, if they they say they're going to come to visit and they have the old address, obviously, I don't want them to go to a place where I no longer am living there. So eventually, I'm going to tell them. It's just during those times, whenever we chatted, it was always about me, right? Maybe I need to change that. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm still learning. But difference between my, me learning and her still learning or things that we need to learn is I'm willing to do that because that's what I want to do. Her, on the other hand, someone inside of her, something inside of her is telling her not to do better. Not to do it. But again, it wasn't just me. It was other people saying that. When I talked to other people about her, I would purposely keep, I would say, you know, so-and-so, this is the situation, that is the situation. And then I would purposely keep my own opinion out of it and just simply just present them the situation, right? And they will come back and tell me exactly what I was thinking. They will come, again, these are people who didn't know how I felt about it. I would just simply present the, the, the situation to them. And then from that information that I gave them, they would come back and say, okay, this is what's going on with her or whatever, right? This is what's going on in this relationship y'all have and you really need to get out. I say all that just to say, I'm not tripping. I'm not the one who is out here being too dramatic. To her, it might be to people who enable her because she has a lot of enablers in her family. Even some of the people who, you know, at times keep it real with her. Most of the time they enable her because, I mean, they feel as though that's how they protect her feelings. But I'm saying, I wasn't the only one else coming up with these revelations. Other people in her life know about her flaws, her toxic traits, and how that can be very undesirable to anybody. To family members, to a potential partner, friends maybe. So it's not just me. It's not me just... Just being super judgmental once again. It is simply someone who refuses to see the not so good qualities of herself and don't want to grow. I bet you if you were to ask her what her problem is, she would say some corny shit is, I love too hard. Now fellas, another lesson. If a woman says that is her toxic trait, She's basically saying that she has zero sense of self. She has zero ability to be held accountable for anything. She thinks that the problem is men or just people out there don't know how to love or don't really want love. And she thinks, oh, I just give my heart to people and they just stomp all over it. They just crick walk all over it. They just do the jerk all over it, right? They literally just jerk off on my heart and 
Run away. Stay away from women like that. Now, if you want to fuck because you fine, you do what you do. But do not get into a relationship with a woman like that. Again, when I give these advi- this advice to all fellas, it's because I made this mistake. Whatever mistake I've made, I'm detailing here. Do not get in a relationship with a woman who thinks her only flaw or her biggest flaw is she loves too hard. Just to reiterate, when she says that, that means that she has no true sense of self at all, which was definitely the case with this woman. And also she has no ability or very little ability to be um, accountable for anything. Run away. Do not get in a relationship with a woman who is that. There are people out there, both men and women, who um, unfortunately are loving and very caring and compassionate and giving to people who are undeserving of all of that. I'm not saying that isn't the case and that there aren't women out there who actually do make that mistake time and time again. But... Those women who make that mistake, there are women out there who make that mistake. And if the, if there's a woman who make that mistake, or man, anybody who makes that mistake, and they can acknowledge that's a mistake they make because they're so reliant on other people or because of whatever, whatever other issues that may come with that, you will find that loving too hard, although there's nothing wrong with loving somebody hard or whatever, right? But you'll find that, quote, loving too hard is not their biggest issue. And they will find that out. But they would find that out through the personal work that they do. If they don't do the personal work, they don't do none of that, then they're going to continue saying that their toxic trait is loving too hard. And those are the women you want to stay away from. The women who find out, oh, you know what? Why am I doing this? This, that, and third. There's something deeper here. Those are the women that you do want to be around. I'm not saying find the perfect woman because I'm definitely not the perfect man. And I'm not going to tell women or men out there to find the perfect man. All I'm saying is find people who are genuine individuals. I think genuinity is the thing that everybody should look for in a partner. The one thing that everyone should look for in a partner. Everybody got their own differences of what they want and stuff, and that's cool. But I think genuinity is the one thing that everybody should look for in a romantic partner, in a friendship, in any other type of relationship. Genuinity is the one thing that everybody should want in said partner. You want someone who is real and even if they're not 100% sure of themselves they know that they are not 100% sure of themselves and they're genuine about it and of course if they want to grow and get to that level that's a bonus that's a plus as well those are things that you should should uh you know want that you should you know you should not brush off somebody who isn't sure of themselves and say, oh, you ain't sure of yourself, I'm out. Because they could very much be wanting to learn. And we should never 
make anybody feel bad or outcast people who actually want to learn. It's the people who don't want to learn, who really don't want to learn, are the people that we should stay away from. So keep that in mind. I'm also going all over the place. I don't really have pinpoints. Um, I'm just thinking about, so when you hear, when you hear the pauses, <laughs> the awkward pauses, it's either because I'm taking a sip of some water or I'm thinking about what else do I got to say next. So we talked about everything else. Um, I guess we'll just get into the nitty gritty, the living situation. I did mention here at least that I'm not living with her again. So we... For the longest, for all throughout the months that we stayed here, right? And we've been here since July of 2021 in this apartment. All throughout the months, rent was paid on time, right? First two months she paid, I paid everything else. There was one month where, um, December actually, where either she paid it off or her aunt paid it off because, again, I was just... I was like, you know what? I'm 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 not going to be the only one paying rent this month. It, it stops now. The buck stops here, right? And it's like so at a total I'm giving her whether her aunt paid it or not. I'm I'm only giving her a total of 3 months of rent out of the several months we've been living together that she paid. So and also that was late too. And then this month's rent, January, was also late. So they sent her. And again, they sent her an eviction notice saying we have until the 10th. Yes, today. We have until the 10th to pay the what what is owed. You know, late fees and all. We have until the 10th to pay what is owed. Or there, she's uh, the property manager is going to send the information to their lawyers, and the lawyer is going to get the court involved, and then we we eventually going to get evicted, right? So she, I didn't get this, I didn't see the text message, I didn't get the email either, I didn't get the notice either, I didn't see the text message she sent me until I got off of work that night, right? I believe this was a. Um, this this happened on a Thursday or um, Friday, right? And all this stuff right here I'm talking about is recent shit. Like literally recent as of days ago, right? So if you want a fresh look or at least a fresh whatever of what's going on with me right now, here it goes. And again, for those who might be tuning in late because you fast forwarded for some reason that beeping sound you hear is just my watch it goes off every hour so yeah on top the top of every hour so she i see the text i immediately call her i'm like no i did not get the email i'm looking through my emails i'm scouring the spam and everything did not get it I'm like, no, I did not see get the email, did not see it. What the hell you mean, evicted? We only been late for two months. And why we were late for two months? Because she didn't want to pay her half. And I was and I said to her, going where we're not I'm not gonna be the only one. You're not gonna be living here still, but and not doing anything. 
And she thought, well, you know, I'm, and she said, oh, I'm buying food. I'm buying food. Again, for yo skinny fat ass to eat up. Also, that is the least you can do. Since you're not cooking it, you're not cleaning the house, you're not doing anything. You have, and at this time, she has jobs. She has multiple jobs. One job let her go because there was a COVID scare, which I thought was fucked up. Um, I'll get into that story in the future when I talk about these jobs. That is no fault of her own. Um, I think it's really. Let me just use say the side tangent, and then I will save the rest for when I talk about it in the future. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that there are jobs like this one job that will require employees to be vaccinated. But then when the employee does a responsible thing and says, I was exposed to somebody who got COVID, so I cannot come in for these two weeks. I'm just letting you know. The job then fires them. How ass backwards is that, people? Again, I'm going to save the rest for um, the the you know the future when I talk about this in a future episode. But that's what happened to her at one of the jobs. Not all of them. One. She had four. That happened at one of the jobs. So that means if she had four, she lost one, she still had three, which means money. And she was working these jobs for, uh, you know, a few months now, right? Which means money should be coming in. So I don't want to, bu- and again, I know there's debts that got to be paid, this and the third, but the thing is she wasn't paying back anything. She wasn't paying off shit. She wasn't paying back anything that she owed. Every time we checked the mail, there was a bill due. I knew it was a bill. She would open it, toss it, toss it to the side. She had zero intent on paying back shit, or at least not immediately. All the money was going toward food and shit for herself. And when I say food, I don't mean food for the house per se. I mean food like junk food when she's out and she want to eat and order shit. Going to, you know, going to hookah bars and then going to eat afterward and, you know, going out to drink and extracurriculars, basically. That's where her money was going. Now, I wouldn't have a problem with her doing that had she at least saved up half her half for the rent. But she wasn't doing that. She's spending all her checks on that BS. And again, yes, all these jobs, I believe, paid on a biweekly basis. But if you have four jobs or even three and they pay on a biweekly basis, it should work as if you're being paid every week. Hell, it might even work as if you're being paid every day, depending on the pay uh, days of those jobs. If one pays Tuesday, one pays Thursday, or the other pays Friday, you're pretty much being paid three times a fucking week. And it wasn't like she was being paid pennies at these jobs. Now, granted, the rates weren't high. There were jobs that were like 11, 12 an hour. But she would be working, I would say, probably at least 
maybe 20 to 30, sometimes even 40 hours a week at these jobs, multiple jobs. And again, bi-weekly pay. Money should have been coming in regardless. The only money that was coming in, well, we both were having money coming in, but the only person putting money toward the house was me. This is someone who was making a lot more than I was. I was making 15 an hour, or I am still making 15 an hour, but she was making 11 an hour at one job, 12 an hour at one job, and 11 an hour at another job. And then the job that let her go was paying her, I think, like 12 an hour. So she had two jobs that were paying 12 an hour and two jobs that play that pay 11 an hour. Now she has one job that pays 12, but still has two other jobs that pay 11. Do I got to do math for y'all to understand that all that equals more than 15 an hour? Which means that she could have alone, if she was managing her money right, could have paid rent. I didn't want to put that onus on her because I still wanted to go half. Because again, that was the proposal she put up. So I was still willing to go half even though she was making a lot more than me. But she didn't even go half. It was always, oh, I don't have it now. I had to use this money for Lyft. I had to use this money for that. Oh, I got this bill I got to pay. She been looming around some $200 pill, a pill, bill that she ended up getting, I want to say back in the summertime. Oh, I still got to pay. I still got this $200 medical bill. This, you mean that bill that you got back in August? You, you didn't pay that bill off yet? You were still working then. So you trying to, it wasn't all of that. I didn't look into her finances because I knew if I had to do that, one, I was not going to get luck. She was not going to show me every damn receipt, although the proof was in the trash can. <laughs> not in the pudding, but the trash can. Look inside the trash can and see where the money was going. Popeyes. All these other food places. All these other restaurants. Golden Corral. Bojangles. I needed to empty that trash every day, not because we were just eating food like crazy or just throwing away stuff like crazy. It's because she would constantly, constantly and still have the nerve to expect me to cook after she spent a whole fucking day, a whole fucking week eating out, spending all her money on junk food and fast food and shit. And you still want a home cooked meal? The proof was in the trash can, people. That's where her money was going. And again, if she had a little something, something else, it was going to weed. It was going to alcohol as well. Extracurriculars. And like I stated moments ago, I have zero problems with people having money for their extracurriculars. Just have money for your responsibilities and you won't hear a goddamn thing from me. But if you don't have money for your responsibilities, but all the money in the world for all the thing, extracurriculars and all the material things you want to buy off of Amazon and shit, it's a problem. Especially when that starts to affect me. As it did. 
So yeah, I said some shit about it. So we're late on rent again. Now I'm going to go for another five minutes and then I'll detail the rest in the next uh, part. But we're late on rent again. But I apparently within, and I was just reading over the lease agreement. I didn't see anywhere where it said you're two months on rent. We're going to evict your, your black asses. No. Usually I think that they start uh, from what I heard. If you're if you do that multiple times a year and yeah twice a year well technically it was once last year and then once this year but you know back to back months nonetheless December January nonetheless right it's the same same rental term leasing term so I get it but um, usually when I was looking up online about stuff like that it was oh you know if it's like a thing where you're doing this six to nine months. <laughs> You're late on rent since the nine months and shit, or you've been missing payments for like anywhere between three or more months or so. Again, we was late on December. We still paid it. January, she she somehow got an extension for it, but I'm not paying a damn dime for it. And the reason why I am not at the apartment, because I'm of the belief of this. If I'm not, if I have zero intention of paying a dime, I should not be living there. As you can see, there's only one of us who had that mindset. Because I told her straight up, when we first broke up, this was months ago. Her plan was to leave and go stay with her aunt. And my thing was, okay, so it's up to me to take care of the rent. I have zero problems because I'm the only one staying here. It's You see how that logic works? But since she came back and her only she claimed her only reason for coming back was because her aunt didn't have internet and she needs the internet for school and work and all that. It was like, okay. And I said this to her, okay, if you are going to be here, we're not sleeping in the same bed. So either one of us is sleeping on the bed, one of us is sleeping on the couch. But the longest uh she was sleeping on the couch until she started complaining about it. So I, um, I gave her the bed. And it's she bought it, so it's, it is what it is. I don't mind sleeping on the couch anyways. I just didn't want to sleep in the same area of her, right? And also, if you're going to be here, you got to pull your weight now. We broke up over this. You wasn't pulling your weight. But if you want to make this work and everything, uh, this roommate situation work, you still going to have to pull your weight. She said she was. She didn't do it. And again, I allowed this shit to go on for as long as it did. At the end of the day, and I've said this during my, uh, um, you know, my breakdown of 2021 year. At the end of the day, no matter what happened that year. I learned so much and one of the things that I learned was the whole boundaries things and what I what I continue to allow to happen will continue to happen. And she was a very, very big part of that ringing true for me. I continue to allow all the BS I said about her and BS not as in like it's a lie, BS as in. This is utterly bullshit that anybody has to go through. Like it's it's a it's a bullshitty situation. All right? So, 
all the things that I said, I allowed it. And I'm in a situation now where I am in a motel for a week waiting on this apartment that I applied for to see if they hopefully do not push my move-in date a week again, right? Because they're talking about three twenty fucking five for this dingy-ass apartment. Man, if the women wasn't so damn nice and the other apartments, uh, I'm not apartments, motel, uh, was, wasn't was so damn rude and ghetto and terrible service, black people, we really got to do better. Now, there's a black woman at this this place, so I don't feel like I betrayed my people. But the, over there, the cheaper place, I believe it's two seventy a week. Terrible service. Terrible. Just just absolute terrible service there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm already in the high emotional state. I'm not going to argue. Y'all just not going to get my business. I don't think it's a black-owned business. It's just that, you know, black people there are running it. Just the same as this place here. I don't think it's black-owned. I just think it's they got a black, you know, woman at their desk. But at least this woman is nice. But 325 a fucking week is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm in a situation now because of, you know, and it wasn't like I didn't try to find apartments again. Like I said, I should be moving into one next week, but at the same time, um, the reason as to, uh, why I didn't look for any other place that didn't push back because all the other places I've been in contact with are talking about that earliest is August. They will they will uh, take in moving dates and then have the nerve to still want me to pay for fees and things right now when it's like, nah. August first of all the 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 lease and again I was just looking over it so all this these the dates and times still fresh in my mind. The lease at the apartment would have been up in June twenty sixth. So what the hell was I going to do from the 26th until August? I think one place was like August 8th. Where the hell was I going to go till then? So that's why I'm like, I'm not waiting now. How about this place that is desperate for people, but you know, they not, they, they going through their own shit, but how about I'll just rent out a room for a week? Be safe, right? Cause I don't think it's going to be a week. Uh, I'm being told. And again, I'm being told. That move-in dates are the 12th and the 14th. You might be listening to the 12th or the 14th right now. But today is the 9th as I'm recording this. Tomorrow is the 10th, which means in a couple days, really, three days from when I'm recording this, I can move in. Or if I decide to wait it out again, the 14th. And I'm pretty sure I can move in some other time afterward anyways. But... That's when they're allowing people to move in. So I I thought the best bet for me, since I'm not going to pay the rent, is for me to rent a room somewhere for a week. That way I'm able to get away from her. That way I'm able to, you know, not be dealt with having to be forced out of the apartment. Not having to be with the the apartment people in general, being because I really don't want to be there. 
I still have some things there, but throughout these next few days, I, I'm getting my shit, especially when it's actually time to move in, I'm going to get my shit in. Um, because that place, the place I'm moving into is closer to uh, the apartment than here. So there's that aspect of it. But it's been 53 minutes now. Um, I'm going to pause again. And I think we're going to get on to the last, pretty much the last message that I have to say here. So stay tuned. Now we're on to the last message that I want to say. Men, fellas, women will ruin your life if you allow them to. Sad to say. Now, obviously, again, as I mentioned before, the wrong type of women will do some because the right type of women will obviously add on to your life and make your life a lot better. But the wrong women will ruin your life if you allow them to. As I was in this relationship, relationship, my bad. I always, that was something that was always going through my mind. That if I marry this woman, I know life will be a, life is hell now. But this will be, things will be ten times worse. If I continue allowing this relationship, no matter what the stage is at now, if I allow it to continue to go on, things are going to get worse and worse and worse and worse, as they did when I allowed these things to happen. But if I continue getting, uh, uh, let things get worse, I mean, continued on the relationship, things would have got progressively worse as we went on. I've thought about scenarios of if I stayed and I had a heart attack at like 45, a stroke or whatever, and I died because of the stress and all this stuff, what would she do? And I would think that she, what she would do is see if I had like a life insurance plan or whatever, take all the money that I had, use it, and not mourn my death per se, but find somebody else to leech off of her while telling herself that she's still, you know, a good woman, a woman who deserves to be loved um, because she will at least admit that she missed me, right? Whereas maybe other women in that position would just be like, well, he's dead. It's time to move on. And... It was that scenario and just other things in general that got me to thinking, this is definitely not the life that I want to live. Continue living. Now, I'm not saying life is perfect now. Absolutely not. Who wants to be in a fucking motel for a week? But if I move into this apartment, at least it is something of my own. It is something that I can say it is pretty much safe. Um, because it's not a motel, um, and pretty much I have certain protections as obviously a renter, um, and leaseholder of said apartment, which I don't have here as at a motel. I'm just a paying customer. So, yeah. 
But if I continued on with this relationship with this woman, she would have ruined my life as she ruined my finances in 2021. As she ruined the time that I spent with her. She did not ruin my life, all of my life per se. But that does happen to dudes. That does happen to men who stay with women who are unworthy of their time and energy. Their entire life is ruined. Yeah, they didn't know this woman. They may not have known that woman their entire life. But from the time they got with this woman, from the time shit started to go down, from the time of his death or their deaths or whatever, the entire life ends up being ruined because he did not put a stop to the situation at hand. So my advice to the fellas out there is... If you allow a woman to ruin your life, she will ruin your life. So it goes with the boundary setting that I mentioned in last segment. You have to be assertive with your boundaries. You have to have boundaries and set them. And if they are not being met, don't feel the need to try to force people to do to 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 uh get into those boundaries let it be known or at least i'm a firm believer in saying all right fuck it this is done this situation is done if you cannot respect my boundaries you cannot respect me so go ahead and find someone else and i will go ahead and find a woman who is willing to respect my boundaries, to find a woman who is willing to be an addition to my na- to my life, not a subtraction. Because women will make your life better if you allow them to do so as well. Now, you got a lot of women who think that they are doing better or making a man's life better when they're actually doing worse. But it there's a clear difference between the two. It's clear as day. It's just the women don't want to admit. Again, those are the women who don't know um, reality. They don't know uh, what accountability is. And from their standpoint, as long as it looks good, then they believe everything looks good. As long as they're getting away with using up all the internet, using up whatever, eating up all the food, having things being taken care of for them. As long as they get away with all of that, everything is good. Not the situation for them is good where they can just mooch off somebody, but no, everything in their viewpoint is good. So that's why they get upset when you say, no, that things are not good. Everything is not good. And also we are ending things. And this is going to stop. Because instead of thinking, wow, how does he feel? Or wow, um, yeah, everything isn't good. Even if I'm benefiting some way from this situation, it's no, it's good for me. So it should be good for everyone involved in this situation. So it should be good for you and me. 
They only want to admit when things aren't going well is when, again, they're the ones who got to take on the burdens. When they're not taking on the burdens, it's not a problem to them. Everything is well. Everything is fine. So, men out there, if you dealing with a woman like that, end it now. Right now. And again, this is advice from someone who made these, the, the, the mistakes. End it right now. Because you, you're not going to be able to build a life, or at least the life that you want with a woman like that. Now, if you want to be in a gutter, trash, you want shit to continuously get worse, I don't know why, would you? But if that's what you want, continue to be with that woman. But she's not going to open her eyes and realize. Maybe there's a situation where she's not being uh, in a good addition to your life, and you bring it up to her, and then she's like, wow, I'm sorry you feel that way. I will do better. I want to do better because I don't want to lose you. And I don't want to lose this. And I want to be a better person in general. By all means, do not leave those women. Again, those are the women who can be uh, told what is wrong with them, right? These are the women who eventually are people who can uh, be, be held accountable for things, right? And if y'all hearing some outside noise, listen, man. It's the other motherfuckers uh, who live who live here or staying here or whatever, right? That's all I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> that's it, fellas. That's it's not gonna be a long 40, 50 minutes. It's a woman will ruin your life if you allow her to do so. Um. I was about to sneeze. That was kind of a little baby sneeze, but nah. So at the end of the day, you really got to think, what do you want out of life? What do you want out of the relationship? How do you want it to be? Communicate that with her. And if you see things going in a, in a, in a direction that you don't want, let it be known then and there. Do not wait it out. Don't think you're the bad guy for having emotions and feelings and, and saying something, speaking up about it. Don't think that, you know, because you're dealing with someone who's manipulative and they will cry and get pouty and get upset at you for being upset that you did something wrong. No, absolutely not. If... If, if the situation is not as good as things should be, speak up about it. And that's advice for everybody, not just the men out there, but especially for the men. Because we tend to bottle things in and hold things in. And then people always want to say, oh, but when men, they bottle things in and then they punch holes in the walls or they beat their wives or they do this and they go to drinking and taking drugs. I'm not saying all those things are justifiable. But what I'm saying is if you strip a man of his ability to be able to even express himself himself in a way in a manner that is healthy, if you continue to downplay that man whenever he tries to express himself in a health healthy manner, you're only going to continue to 
push people so far to the point where they react in ways that is extreme. And again, this is no excuse. Not saying that, well, he hit his wife because she kept downplaying his feelings and she shouldn't have been downplaying his feelings. No, that's not a healthy way of still communicating that I'm angry and I'm upset or whatever. But when you look at the nitty gritty, you see a man who was uh, not all the time, but in some of those cases, you see a, a picture of a man who was not he his feelings weren't being accounted for. Same goes for the drinker, the drug abuser, or the dude who wrecks things, you know? You will see, again, not in all, but you will see a recurrent theme in many of these situations is a man who was who didn't have his say be respected as much as it should have been. And then he turned to these things because, or he did these acts because... That was his way of escaping or that was his way of, of expressing the sorrow that he had pent up inside. But what do I know? I'm just a man, right? I'm just a cis heterosexual man and we don't know shit, right? I should just check my privilege and shut the fuck up and be and, 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 and you know, pay for everything, right? That's what I should do. So... I guess I'm going to do that when I end off this episode. So this has been another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Time stands going to be in the description box below of this, you know, three-part little episode or not little, but, you know, this episode. Um, before I go, though, I do want to say I appreciate anyone who does listen to this. This was, you know, not only therapeutic. But again, I was just being honest and being real. Um, I'm hoping the universe hears that or sees me do that. And they, you know, God, the universe, they kind of soften up on me on what I'm going through right now. Um, you know, if I didn't make it clear again, I'm staying in the motel for a week, waiting to move into this apartment. I should, apparently I will, if they push me back again, I'll be getting a rebate. Uh, therefore, you know, I think of $300 or $600, which is great. Uh, so that's cool. Um, and then if they push it back again um, after that, then they will give me the entire month or residents in general, the entire month of February for free. They're not slick because February being 28 days. So 28 days of free rent is not as it's not the same as 30 days or 31 days of free rent. But at the same time, still, 28 days of free rent is better than zero days of free rent. So there's that. Um, you know, so, um, but yeah, I'm I'm surviving, you know, and that's my big thing is all I really got to do now is continue staying black. As I tell the black folks out there to stay black, um, stay black, survive and do for me. Make sure I'm good. So that's what I'm doing. If you do want to donate, it's not like I don't. I do have internet access here. Um, there's Wi-Fi here, so I still have internet access. Wi-Fi is surprisingly good for this trash-ass motel, to be honest with you. But surprisingly good. So, you know, 
the cash apps will cash app. The Venmos will Venmo. The PayPal's will PayPal. Um, you know, all that is appreciative if you want to do that. Once again, a simple share of the episode, a simple subscribe, especially in a rate. You can now rate these episodes also on Spotify too. So don't just rate it on Apple or any other platform where you're listening to this podcast and you can rate rate on Spotify, rate everywhere where you can rate this podcast because that helps out as well. And y'all keep doing you. Until then, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter, whoever you are. And I'm out. Peace.